When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, as always, most people think. And we are here today with our president, of course, of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, thanks for joining us once again for another week. Rich, it is good to be here. We had a great, great romance episode last week. And I got to tell you, Melania was so happy about being on uh, on the pod that uh, she went downtown. Oh, wow. Mazel. Congrats. Went downtown to D.C. while I banged hookers. It was excellent. <laughs> she said, I'm going downtown to shop. Feel free to have your Valentine's Day hookers. And we got two of them, and it was tremendous. We ate McDonald's, and it was a beautiful thing. It was a lot of romance. Mr. President, you know downtown means something else as well when you're talking about sexual activities, right? Well, I just I just told you what it meant. No, I know, but I was thinking that something else happened. But if- well, believe me, the uh, one of the hookers went downtown as well because we killed her and buried her. So she is <laughs> six feet downtown. Nobody's stalking. No Russia. That's uh, that's great. I guess. Uh, happy President's Day. Today is President's Day. We're recording on uh, President's Day. It's about time. Day. It's about time you wished me a happy President's Day. It's my day. There's no tech stuff day. You know, I would have given. A you a congratulations if it was tech stuff guy day, but uh, we don't have that. No, so we have a great president and a great president's day. What did you do to celebrate President's Day today? Well, I banged two Russian hookers. You know, that's sort of what we do on the holidays. That's one of them coughing right now, and uh, it was a good day. We, you know, good stress release, and uh, we're working on our emergency wall because what better way to show that you're a great president than to have a big, beautiful, great wall? We're going to get to that emergency wall. Do you think anything should be done differently for President's Day in the future since you you plan on – how many terms you plan on serving? Three terms, you said? Well, we're looking at possibly three, and like I said, maybe a fourth, and we do the full fourth on like the uh, crippled cuck FDR who died like, you know, two months into his fourth term, couldn't even finish a fourth term. Oh, crippled cuck FDR. That's I don't think he's ever been referenced like that, but I like the respect, Mr. President. Well, he did a lot of bad things for this country. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think anything's going to happen differently for President's Day next year? Well, next, you know, we we you know we can finally celebrate. It's not you know, you know they used to call it Black Monday when you know who was uh, president. You're talking Eight about years of Black Monday. You talking about Obama? Who? I'm talking about Obama. Oh, him, right. Yeah, no, that's that's what they called it. Are you upset that President's Day falls during Black History Month, do you think? Well, I mean, I guess upset? they probably made it that way because of Obama, another failure of Obama, you know, pushing it into the Black Month. Next year, are you going to push for President's Day to be maybe in a different month? Well, if we put it in July, the Kushners will think it's for them, you know, because <laughs> July... And uh, and I don't like that because sometimes they tell the truth. And 
so I think March, you know, some of our best people, Germans, Russians, they've marched a lot. So maybe we put it in, in March. It sounds like it's a tough, tough word and it's a tough month. And so maybe we'll have uh, President's Day in March. Yeah, there's not many words you can attach to the months except March. And then I guess July has the word Jew if you really stretch it out. So well, July, July. Yeah, Ju- well, it's July, but July well, is what you want to say. Maybe it used to be. Well, you said it. Well, you said it first, and I just... I just heard you. <laughs> well, before I said it that time, you said it. Well, that's your story. <laughs> I think the people listening to the good podcast, and some might say it's great, uh, I think they heard you say it. Okay, maybe they, they heard did. you say it. Okay. Well, you know what? You're still talking. You said it. <laughs> Sounds good. Fine. You mentioned the emergency wall. Let's just get right to it. You were trying to big build- emergency. I'm happy you even made it to the podcast this week without the caravans of rapists getting you. Well, uh, yes, I got here safely. Now, you this wall has been your mission since you were campaigning. And when you got into office, you said Mexico was going to pay for this wall and they were going to build this wall for us. All true. And right. it's, we're now, it's by the way, it's finish the wall. Finish the we've wall. St- we've started. A lot okay. of parts of it are done already. And then you were trying to get money from Congress for the wall and you couldn't get that money and then you did a government shutdown. Right? Big shutdown. Right. Chuck and Nancy. And now you've gotten even sneakier. You have declared a state of emergency in order to build this wall. And you know, I'm looking up state of emergency after you announced this. State of emergency has really only been announced during wartime or like natural disasters. You know what? I got the idea of state of emergency. Yeah, I want to hear. Ivanka loves Timbaland. He's one of the few blacks we allow to be played in the White House. Okay. And he had this song uh, many years ago. It was a big hit one summer. Maybe it was like 10 years ago. And it started with Timbaland going, State of emergency. I know you've done it. Do you know that song? Good song. I don't know the song. I mean, you're. I don't know if you're really doing it the justice. Believe me. Believe me. We're gonna get tweets from the blacks, and they're gonna say we know what song you're talking about. Okay, I hope so. The way I are. I think that's the title of it. The way I are. You know, because the blacks with the grammar are not exactly perfect, but it's the way. There it is. They know what's. See, just because you're out of the loop, you know, even though you got the big headphones like you're a DJ. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm not saying DJ stands for Dirty Jew, but I don't know what it stands for. And. It stands for disc jockey. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't. Well, I said. I'm not saying it stands for Dirty Jew. Okay. Well. Nothing false there, nothing anti Semitic. Okay. By the way. I have a very hot Jewish daughter, okay? so By marriage. Well, thank you. You called it. You know, <laughs> I, I was trying to be nice, but you know the air quotes. You know, she's a Kushner by, you know, by business deal. Uh, they signed some paperwork. She said the words, but come on. As soon as Jared goes to jail, you know, she, she went to Jared. She won't be going back to Jared. Okay. Again, that was a jewelry joke right there. Oh, okay. So this wall. You really like that song. Well, you know, I, it's uh, Timbaland. Now, if you can tell me. Maybe he can be on the podcast. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Why is it such an emergency? Why is it a state of emergency compared to all the times? Okay, I'm done with the song. 
It's like a, it's a song I like. I know I, it's I really like in a, your head. People say I don't like a lot of the arts and the things, but you know that Timberland, 2008, I think it was summer 2008. I remember it fondly. <laughs> that was a good summer. I think so. Okay. How is it an emergency, Mr. President? Well, we're sitting here very peacefully. You a Kushner, me a White. Okay. And I don't know what it has to do with well, it, but okay. Because very safe people. We're in a great situation. We got Secret Service. You know, we've got security at the door. Okay. You know, we're very safe. So we 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 can take for granted how safe that is. But if you're on the border of Texas or Arizona and there are these very desperate, angry and in a lot of cases terrible brown people looking to come into your country illegally. That's no good. And that's a very scary existence. So for us, we're very far from the danger. So we don't maybe feel it, but I'm the president. I have to feel it for my citizens, especially the white ones. And if you've got caravans of angry brown people at your doorstep every day, that's like a different situation. And we've got to help them. So it's a state of emergency because they're always under threat of these. I mean, did you see Coco? No, I there's like an army of the dead in Mexico and they're coming for us. I don't care if the little brown kids playing the guitar, the (laughs) army of the dead is there. Okay. And they're coming for us. Caravans, rape, dead. But Mr. President, if you looked at state of emergency in the past, it's usually it was Katrina. Big hurricanes. Uh, Big Huck? Big hurricanes. Hurricanes where where cities were destroyed or in wartime, like after 9-11. Big things like that. Nothing really has happened in order for you to call the state of emergency except you want this wall built. You even said it in a speech. You said that it's not necessary for the state of emergency now, but you want the the wall built now. Never said that. Okay, what did you say then? I said... I have to do this. See, they put in the fake news, edited it so it sounded like I said, I don't have to do this. I said, I must have to do this. Okay. Must have to. Okay. Absolutely. They missed the absolutely also. Okay. So I was they missed a lot. very clear. Okay. So clear. You know, even better than white. That's how clear it was. Okay. So very clear, fake news. And the truth is, we've got to build this wall. You brought up Katrina. Mm-hmm. Now- you know, Katrina's not, not a person I'm talking about. It's a hurricane. Katrina and the waves, okay? Walking on sunshine. Well, more like dying in puddles, okay? That's what that was. God, Mr. President. Well, you know, it's true. Okay. I think what you, what you had there is they built up levees. They built up walls. You know, people would have said, what, for water? What's water going to do? Well, it's going to kill a lot of people, and that's what it did. So since their so walls So they needed better work. walls. So they didn't take it seriously. I'm, it's too late. When the caravan of Cocos and El Chapos come across the border and murder our citizens, well, then it's too late. Well, El Chapo was convicted. How do you feel about that? But I'm not. Ta- I'm just saying they're all El Chapos. Oh, uh, they're all. Yeah, like I'm the, talking about the the El Chapo. He was convicted. Well, he was. You know, he did a lot of a lot of good business. Very tough businessman. Uh, he was uh, a, a ruthless gangster. No, a bad guy, but you know, tough. <laughs> you know, we've done a lot of bad things here too. I guess. But he's brown and I get it. So, you know, bad guy, throw him away. Throw away the key. Supermax. Send him to Supermax in Colorado. They should make a movie about Supermax. Who would star in it? 
well, you know, you get the Unabomber, you got like, they got a lot of tough people in there. And then maybe you throw Nicolas Cage in there and he's got to break out. Ah, uh, Nicolas Cage always has to break out of a Call prison. it Con Mountain. Not Because it's in Denver. There you go. Con Mountain. Call Hollywood. Or if Hollywood's listening, speak to the president about this. We got a big idea and don't worry, we'll give you all the tax breaks if I'm named an executive producer. No collusion, no conflict of interest. People are happy about the tax breaks this year. Well, you know what? They are. They they should be excited. A lot of my wealthy wealthy friends, you know, don't have to pay as much. It's Except Amazon, thing. they I think, or Netflix. Would they profit something billions of dollars? They have to pay a penny in taxes. Amazon is not paying any taxes, and that's why we're looking into Jeff Bezos's dick pics. <laughs> okay, that's why. But I think with the wall, the most important thing is it's too late when Coco and El Chapo and Salma Hayek. Although we're gonna let her in. When they get here and they murder our people, too late. It's too late. Like if you could have built a big, beautiful wall in New Orleans, you don't think blacks would be okay with that if it could have stopped the water? Well, I'm sure now they would be okay and well, with it. And I don't want to go to now. I want it to be here. Because if we wait two years and then all of a sudden we have thousands of dead, possibly whites, at the hands of Coco, and I'm not talking about Ice T's big tittied wife. <laughs> I'm talking, and I'm not talking about the beverage. I'm talking about little Mexican rapists. Okay, I'll say it light because it's not BC. They come across here. It's too late. So we build the wall. We build the steel slats. We build the fencing. We get the technology. We do all the things we need to do. And then the people can't be mad. And then the courts can't come after us. But then they're going to come after us. And they're going to think they can get us. But we're going to say fuck you to the courts. And we're going to put them in front of firing squads if we have to. And the judges can go fuck themselves. And I'll appoint new judges. And we'll keep winning. And we'll MAGA. And I'll be president for life. And the wall will be big and beautiful. And Salma Hayek will be my fifth wife. You have this all planned out, Mr. President. Big plan. Very big plan. Yes. And everybody thought you'd just shoot from the hip. This is this is big hips. <laughs> okay. I heard you you had a speaking of your hips, you had a, a doctor's appointment recently. Six six two fifteen. No, that it came back that you were you're obese. That's what a beast. Beast oh. mode. We're in beast mode. <laughs> you're you're not you're not in beast mode. We are in full <laughs> beast mode. That's right. Take that, Marshawn Lynch, eat your Skittles. <laughs> you no, the doctor oh, oh. said, oh, my, you're a beast. Oh, you're a beast. And I said, you're goddamn right I am. No, that you, you, you didn't hear it right. No, you. Well, you didn't hear it right. <laughs> no, I, I was there. Were you there? No. Were you there? I did. Read. Excuse me. Excuse me. Were you there? He said, oh, you're a beast. That's and then what he the said? media goes, he's obese. No, but obese doesn't have a T in it. Well, the media misheard it. He said, oh, you're a beast. And I said, you're goddamn right I am. I think, I think you're confused. Well, I'm a beast. Okay. And that's what he said. Okay. Well, so I don't know the confusion. Besides being a beast, doctors think you're obese as well. So you're no, an no. obese beast. No, no, no. Stupid doctors think that because <laughs> the body mass index is for like skinny, skinny, weak people. They don't account for muscle and six pack and girth. So the fact of the matter is, I'm a beast. Okay. So on your medical report for weight, it says 
You're a beast. It's a picture of Beast from Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> plus a picture of Marshawn Lynch, plus a white sticker so they know I'm not a black. <laughs> so they put a white sticker on just to make sure they know you're the white beast? Exactly. Okay. Well, it's all cleared up now. Thank you. That's amazing. You were talking about MAGA before. To the two, you remember the song by Cream? I'm a white beast with black servants. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that version. Song, I didn't hear that version. Great actually. song by Cream. Eric Clapton, good guy. <laughs> I did not hear that version. Couldn't but... keep his son alive, but he's still a good guy. <laughs> oh, jeez, Mr. President. Didn't his son fall out a window as a, a tragedy? Well, they say it's a tragedy, but I tell you what, I you know, sometimes you wish... Eric might fall out of window. <laughs> that's horrible. That's, you can't wish death upon your son. That's that's Who? awful. It's your son, Eric. Who's that? Eric Trump is your son who you just spoke Who about. Who the hell's Eric Trump? He's he's your son. Okay, first off, I don't know what it is with the tech stuff, people, but let me tell you something, Joe. <laughs> that was rich. Who? <laughs> okay. We got all these allegations. I have a beautiful daughter. Her and name is it. Ivanka. Believe me furthest thing from a son that could be because otherwise i'm a big homosexual a beast homosexual but a but a homosexual okay well let's just move on from children here you mentioned maga before and i'm sure you heard about uh, the star from Empire, the TV show Empire. I don't think you watch it. This is one of the great, big, disgraceful stories that I've seen in a long, long time. Jesse Smollett. You've you've heard of him, right? He he plays um... Justin Mullet. Not a good guy. <laughs> well, that's not his name, but you can. I, when it. I heard his name was Mullet, I was like, well, maybe he looks like Kid Smollett Rock. There's an, turn... an S in front. Turns of out he looks like kind of like a thin Drake. Uh, he does resemble a thin Drake, you know, like I'd a say. big. Pussy. Okay. Well, you heard that his original story said that he was attacked by two MAGA supporters and a noose was put around his neck and a foreign substance was spilled on him and he was beat up. And they said, like, MAGA for life or something like that. And This used, is MAGA country. Right. This MAGA, and they used derogatory uh, terms to him about being gay. Um, they called him Big Gay Mike Pence? They did not call him Big Gay Mike Pence. They used the F word, oh, which I'm oh sure boy. you know what word that is. Oh, boy. Faga. Okay. <laughs> well, he, it, there's, there's more to that word. but Well, I'm just, no, I'm saying fake America great also. Okay. Well, okay. that might work one day. Which we don't like. No. We like make. Yes. Not so, fake. Exactly. I, I see where you're going with that. So he, he came out with the story, and then, of course... He paid the two guys who attacked him. They, were, they weren't even white guys. There were two black guys, two bodybuilders who he's friends with, and they both beat him up, and it was staged. Let me tell you why this disgusts me so much. Please, tell us. Because the media is so concerned about me having great African-American support that they have to come out and say that these guys were paid to beat him up. When I know these guys are just very strong MAGA supporters, so they attacked him, called him those words, out of the love for MAGA. So I don't want to hear anything about these guys faking it or being paid. They did it, and they love MAGA. So you think 
the news that has come out is wrong? Fake news. I'm confused. These guys were paid are African Americans, which they tell me Donald Trump has terrible support among the blacks. Not true. Okay. So these guys, very passionate. Ju- Ju- Justin Mullet has not been supportive of me. He said very bad things on Twitter. So Jesse these guys, yeah. on, you know, with President's Day coming up, said we're going to show the world how strongly we defend our president. So they attacked this guy, Justin Mullet, who's always attacking me on Twitter. They stood up for their president. And now because they're black, everybody wants to say they were paid and they're not really Trump supporters. Because so you think they tricked him? Tricked who? Well, you think Jussie was tricked? No, I don't, think, the- I don't think he paid them. I think he was legitimately beaten up and told that he's a terrible person by great MAGA people. But the two MAGA people were, were black guys. Because the African Americans love me. So you think and the-, the media is so concerned about me having great support with blacks. They made up this whole story about them being paid and them not liking me and they don't even care. They care, believe me. We're going to have them at the White House. So you think this, there's more lies, there's deeper digging to be done for the story? I think Justin Mullet is right. I think he was attacked by these people. Okay. I think that's when the media decided they needed to make it like, oh, they aren't real supporters because Donald Trump is not popular. Very popular. Two blacks attacked one black. That's a good ratio for me. In the name of MAGA. Very MAGA. <laughs> okay. so that's- I actually call them MAGAs. <laughs> You know, when they're very black, you know, you can go with the hard R for MAGA. MAGA, please. I don't know how your African-Americans would feel about that, but. Well, they're my MAGAs. We will see after this episode comes out. We will see. Strictly for my MAGAs. Yes. And I heard next week possibly we might have a big guest from the White House coming in to speak with you. I don't think there's a bigger guest. I don't think so either, especially with her nickname. Big Huck. That's right. I heard she's coming in next week. Well, we're working on it. She's obviously very busy because I got to tell you, you know, I sent her a card for Valentine's Day. That's very sweet of you, Mr. President. I felt very weird about it because she is not hot. (laughs) Well, you didn't have to come back with that after. It's still very nice of you. Well, you know, she's, uh, she's super loyal. Super tough. Where'd you buy the card? Oh, I didn't. Well, I, you know, I just told, you know. Well, you told whoever it was to buy. Yeah, go get a card. Did you even sign it yourself? I put a stamp. I stamped it. You stamped it. You wouldn't even give a signature. Well, I'm, I, did, I didn't even send you a card. I don't even know who you are, Rich. <laughs> I'm not asking for me, but Big Huck is your right-hand woman. She she really is so loyal to you. I, would I don't give cards to a lot of people. She got a card. Okay, all right. I didn't know you give. I don't give you. I didn't know you didn't give a lot of cards out. I do not give a lot of cards out. Okay. You see my signature? That's not easy. No. So we stamp it. Okay. Did she write you a card back? No, she's too busy. Okay. Were you offended by that? No, no, no. I do not doubt the loyalty of Big Huck. Okay. So no card back. Did she say anything to you about get about the card? You know that she received it and she was happy with the card or any feedback she just shook my head and uh, in my hand and said thank you mr president and that's it but it was you know you 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 get that energy okay well that's very nice of you mr president very nice of you 
and hopefully she comes here next week and we can have a really nice conversation. Well, she deserves a platform for the podcast. She does. She does. We talk about She's her a lot. She's a lot more loyal than you. She doesn't question me all the time. I'm and not. you've only been here for like 40 minutes. 23 to be exact. Wow. This feels like double. Because, <laughs> as you know, very good at math. 43 is double 23. Well, I want to... Con- 23 and me. Yes. I want to congratulate you. You're a lot of women, my DNA. Are you? You've been, you've been, you well, a lot a, more than 23. A, a lot more than 23. Well, that's nice. 230 in me. <laughs> that's what they should name your app. Well, when they, you know, when you got the, uh, you know, when you got a lot of money and a lot of mu- a mushroom cloud penis, a lot of people want it. Okay. Well, hopefully Big Huck comes in here next week. I want to congratulate you. Japan nominated you for the Nobel Peace Prize. You know what? Normally we think of them as uh, very shady, very sneaky people. Right. You know, always trying to make deal. They want deal. We make deal with president, and then they bow and go, Make a deal with the president of Trump. We walk out of meeting if we don't like term. You know, but they're, uh, it turns out they're not, they're not such terrible people. <laughs> not, not, not at all after that impression of them. I mean, I like, you could give a compliment and then shit on them in the same sentence. It's fantastic. I, I do not know how I shit on these great people. <laughs> well, that impression uh, was not flattering of them. But didn't you well, ask? Many, have you met a lot of, uh, have you been to Japan a lot? I've been to Japan before. How many times? Once. One time. One time. I have like five hotels for every visit you've made to Japan <laughs> in Japan. You're not going to tell me about the Japanese. I, I'm not telling you about it. I'm just they saying. They can't I, see it on the podcast, but uh, I'm putting my I'm pulling my eyes back right now to make this that, extra authentic. You should, you should stop pulling your eyes back. We like Trump Hotel. Hotel. Very much. Good hotel. Very good. Give us some more Trump of vodka. Uh, That's what they all said to me. They all said exactly that. Good guys. Okay. But you you asked them to nominate you for the Nobel Peace Prize. Isn't that strange? Okay, so if Bradley Cooper makes a great movie, A Star is Born. Good movie, by the way. Right. He makes that movie. Then he goes on a campaign. They send out postcards. He does interviews. And then they nominate him for Best Picture. But he doesn't come out and ask for the nomination. I didn't ask. I said to Shinzo Abe, that's his name, good guy, one of my best friends. Okay. I said to him, Shinzo, you're pretty happy with what I've done with North Korea, right? No more missiles coming over your country? Wouldn't be the worst thing if maybe there was an honor for that kind of peace, like a prize for peace. It'd be very noble of you to maybe nominate someone for a prize of peace. Never said Nobel Peace Prize, never said. And he looked at me and said, It would be a great honor to nominate you, President Trump. And I said, that's why you're my homie. <laughs> oh, Nobody puts Abe in a corner. I guess not. No one puts him in a corner, and um, I'm sure he really appreciates your impression of him. I'm sure it's spot on. Nailed it. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, well, congratulations on the nomination from Japan. 
Now back on home soil. I know you're not a fan. Their of the flag sh- looks like like a like a maxi pad at that time of the month. Have it you looks ever like some that? spotting. <laughs> no, it's one. It's a white sheet with just a big red spot. Right, right in the middle. Isn't right in the it? middle. Yeah. Very oh. symmetrical though. Very neat woman. They're very neat when they have their periods in Japan. <laughs> is that how it is? I didn't. <laughs> Put up my blood on the sheet in a perfect circle because we know math. <laughs> By the way, there's no Japanese woman in this room. I don't know if you realize that. That was my impression. Oh no, no, I, I you, you are uh, seriously. I didn't know you had so many impressions, Mr. President. You should, you should go on tour with Pablo San Francisco. I mean, that is amazing. <laughs> oh no, the tacos. <laughs> I mean, if you can do the movie guy. Oh, no, the tacos. <laughs> In a world with tacos. Wow, Mr. President. Well, I told you during the shutdown, I was working on a lot of skills. You know, a lot of Netflix. Netflix and chill with Russian hookers. That's so, actually the full phrase. <laughs> Netflix and chill with Russian hookers. I like that. So we were talking about Justin Mullet. Bad guy. Fake. He got hit. He got beat up by MAGA supporters, and the media wanted to take that away. We already talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. I no, no dementia. Well, I wanted to bring up uh, on, on home soil now. I know you're not a fan of Saturday Night Live. You're not a fan well, of the Well, it's a show. terrible show. And you want to sue um, for them. Well, we're going to look into it. Right. For basically just uh, shitting on you every single week. Now, Alec Baldwin just came out. I know you're not a fan of him. But he fears worst, his safety. Worst of the Baldwins. Over your threat. Imagine how SNL. terrible you have to be as like an uncle when your niece is marrying Justin Bieber, a Canadian lesbian. You don't like that? You don't like, you know, the well, Bieber weak. fan? Well, it's easy. I mean, it's just weak. And do you know they're holding out on having sex? Did you read about that? Who's that? Bieber and his uh, wife. Yeah, well, sure they are. Well, that's what he says. Right. He posts, posts like an Instagram thing to his fans and then, you know, probably bangs out Brazilian hookers. So you think he's having sex with other women, not his wife? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. These Canadians, they act like they're nice, but uh, not nice. Okay. A. But about Alec Baldwin, do you think he should be a fearing? You think I'm he a beaut sh- to have sex with this Cana- this Brazilian We got a Canadian impression hooker, now. Eh? I mean, this, this is the impression episode. I mean, I'm... Well, they put up those impressed. world, the Netflix, they had like 872 comedy specials go up at the beginning of the year during the shutdown. And I see you from consume all these them different all. countries. So, well, you know, they say I'm not, I'm ignorant of the world, but let me tell you, hotels all over the world, and I've watched like 50 specials from around the world. So, pretty good. That's, uh, that's impressive. A Mr. lot President. of knowledge, big yes. brain. Now, you don't think Alec Baldwin should have fear from any MAGA supporters about with SNL because he basically plays you every single time Trump is on SNL. He just says this, and then he says this, and I don't know what we're doing. And it's one of the worst impressions I've ever seen. It's not even good. So you think he should have no fear? Nobody cares about Alec. Like, he's saying fear because he needs to be relevant, mm-hmm. but he's not relevant. I don't know about not relevant. It's a bad show. It's a bad impression. And I have, you know, like 290 million Twitter followers. He has like 15, not 15 million, like 15 followers. So he wants. I think he has more than that. He wants to be, well, you know what? You should check your facts. He wants to. What are you doing? I'm going to check how many. Put your phone down. It's rude. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's we're recording a podcast. You're Jeff, the tech stuff guy, and you're looking up things while I'm while the literally the president. I can't fact check you, the Mr. United president. Says, There's no fact. Your facts. What facts are you looking up? Well, how many followers? What is that? An iPhone? How many? Yes. How many? Well, followers? let me tell you. Um, the guy who runs Apple, <laughs> not a big fan of mine. So wouldn't shock me if he's putting in if he's. Cooking the books because his name's Cook. You have a lot more followers. He only has 272.8 thousand. Is that even how they record them? Yeah, 272.8. That's what it says. 27,000? No, 272,000. That's so weak. Yeah. He's been on TV for like 30 years. I know. How many many million do you have? Like roughly about 297 billion. So it's pretty good. Anyway, where were we? You have fifty-eight. No, well, that's according to Cook's gay iPhone. Not a big fan of mine. <laughs> so you think that he, he changed the stats of Twitter? Could he not? I don't know. Fifty-eight point three million is is pretty impressive. Do you have fifty-eight point three million? Not even close. Okay, well, good. Anyway, where were we? Where were we? Baldwin is a waste of time. I don't even know why we brought him up. He's a okay. waste. Well, B- bad actor. You know, couldn't keep Kim Bas. Like I get rid of Kim Basinger. He couldn't keep Kim Basinger. Okay. I go through blondes every few years. He couldn't keep his one blonde. Well, that has really has nothing to do with about the safety he may fear. What safety? It's, he's making it up. Well, if you are... Unless he moved near the border, because then he's in danger of rapist Coco Caravans. Which has nothing to do with his... Imp- his Trump impression. Nothing to do with his impression. Right. He's worried that... I mean, maybe he of... should be killed for doing such a bad impression. <laughs> okay. Maybe comedy law. We look up comedy okay. law. But he, he thinks because he doesn't impression you every week and he does show you in a poor light every single week on SNL. And he's nervous that the supporters for you, your MAGA supporters, the you great... think some of them are extreme and could possibly do something violent to him because... It upsets you so much. That's his fear. And just to be clear, this is the Alec Baldwin who called his daughter a pig. And the Alec Baldwin who... who punched a stranger in the street recently. Yeah, Same Alec Baldwin, right? Yes, yes, he's afraid. Because yes. he's afraid, you know what? Somebody might punch him in the mouth because he's an asshole. Nothing to do with MAGA or Trump. So he should just fear because he's a dick. He's an asshole. Okay. Well, that's actually a good point, Mr. President. Right, like, oh, oh, somebody punches him in the face, it's my fault? No, you've been punching people for the last 20 years. You're a little Irish prick. Diddly-dee-dee-dee-dee. <laughs> Somebody's going to river dance on your fat ass. Okay, do yoga with your young wife. You <laughs> okay. Stretch while you get punched. That's a good point, though. He he hasn't been a gentleman his whole life, and he has done some shitty things, so it might catch up with him. That's why he might get beat up. Exactly. Okay. Finally. Mike, we're on the same page. Yes, I thought it was Rich, but whatever. Who? Exactly. Mr. Joe, President. I'll call you whatever you want. But okay. We'll stick with Joe. We'll go with what you told me. So Joe, Joe Jay. Rob. Jay, Jay. Like the old Dolphins Stadium, Joe Robbie Stadium. But it's, it's Jay Nog, N-O-G, no Rob. Or B-I-G, right. Biggie. We that's got Biggie Nog here. <laughs> I don't mind that. Okay, that's okay. fine. Now... The last uh, last topic of today. This has been a, one of the best, I think, one of the best episodes we've had. I know. It's been a lot of Great fun. Great outreach to our friends in Japan. Japan. We learned that the media keeps calling me obese when it's, oh, he's a beast. Beast. Exactly. That was something that you, you cleared up, which I'm sure all the listeners will be happy about that. And also, your impressions, your clear up with 
Mr. Baldwin, also your wall with Mexico and then your wall comparing it if they had a wall in Katrina, which was a very good point. So you've really, you've clarified a lot of stuff better on this wall, episode. And imagine if they had an even better wall that kept out the blacks well, and the water. That, that, now that. we've got a great city. <laughs> oh, that's a little extreme there. <laughs> Is that a horn impression? Well, I took up trumpet playing. I took up trumpet playing during the... Uh, Shutdown. That's why we kind of wanted another shutdown. I was going to work on my trombone. <laughs> you have like a whole New Orleans parade here. This is awesome. No blacks. <laughs> so put your umbrellas. I hate the umbrellas and the handkerchief thing. We don't need one of those. Okay. <laughs> well, the last topic is present. I don't think you saw any of it, but I'm, I'd like to ask. The NBA All-Star Weekend. Did you see any of it? The three-point contest, you see the dunk contest, you see the game where Team LeBron was down by, I think, 15, 20 points, and they came back and won. Did you see any of this? I didn't watch any of it, but I'm waiting. Roger Stone brought his wife down. They go to NBA All-Star Weekend every every year. Mm -hmm. He brings his wife down. Um, Let me put it to you this way. For him, Smash Brothers isn't a Nintendo game, okay? (laughs) So he has his uh, him and his wife go to NBA All Star Weekend and have a, uh, you know, it's he's a real Caucasian if you know what I mean. <laughs> and we're gonna pronounce it. it's not Caucasian, it's Caucasian. Uh, so he's gonna tell me all about what went on at NBA All Star Weekend. But him and his wife are very popular. So he's gonna so, fill you in. Well, yeah, his wife I think already got filled in, so <laughs> oh, he's gonna give me the scoop next. So you didn't watch anything. Well, I don't know if you know this. Um, uh, it was all weekend long. Frank, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a lot Frank, of events. I don't know if you know this. I'm the president. I understand that. Very busy. But I understand you're the president and you have a room in the White House now that is dedicated to a golf simulator. So you can't be that busy to have a room dedicated to a golf simulator. Well, I didn't build the simulator. I'm doing other things while they're building it. No, no, no. I understand that. But you, you, you play golf there in the simulator. No, I simulate what I read is that well, I can't play you are hitting it's a golf simulator, a, so obviously I'm not. You're hitting a real golf. golf ball into the wall, and then it's like virtual reality. Well, that's what it maybe. is. Okay, maybe. a lot of business deals get done on the golf course. So if my game is is good, then we get great. Or as my friends in Japan would say, <laughs> we get great deal from the United States. So, got to get that golf game good. <laughs> okay. So, no NBA All-Star Weekend whatsoever. Okay. Well, nobody puts Abe in a corner. I love that one. <laughs> no one puts Abe in the corner. That's uh, that's your man, huh? Well, he's probably my best friend. Other than Big Huck. How about how about Shirtless Vlad? I thought he was a good friend oh, of yours, too. Oh, he's a good, very good friend. But Not Shinzo- best? But he didn't nominate me uh, without prompting for the Nobel Peace Prize. That's right. And Peace Prize. Shinzo Abe said, You are my most noble peace friend. And <laughs> he called I you said, a peace friend? I said, that's very nice of you to say, but no pressure. He said, yes, the pressure. <laughs> you get nominated for... Nobel Peace Prize. Mr. President, I am so impressed with your impressions. I think we should maybe one week uh, do an improv class together. Donald Trump talent show. A talent show or... (laughs) 
or an improv class where you can show all these characters in different scenes. That might and be And let fun. me tell you, when all those chicks say yes and, that's consent. <laughs> Well, yes, and I, I'm I'm surprised yes you know and. that. Well, that's a it's a rule in improv to keep the uh, scene going. Your Honor, it's also consent. Your Honor, she said yes, and forty two times. <laughs> what was I supposed to think? Well, she was just doing scene work with you. I'm not, I'm not Jeffrey Mullet. Okay, I'm a real, a real guy with real needs, and I heard real consent. Yes, and. Well, Mr. President, I think. Fans, please write in, tweet if you think that Mr. President maybe do a talent show or take an improv class and we can record the whole entire thing because these characters that he has uh, are amazing and I think he should showcase them in a class or in a talent show. So please tweet at us at, uh, at Trump Pod and that is our Twitter handle at Making Podcast Great Again is our Instagram. Please follow us on both keep listening tell your friends listeners are picking up every single week so we really appreciate that also by the way special shout out on the air to our number one black rod of the black guy who tips big numbers the last two weeks and and that was a good black bump he gave us almost like we were shaving and we got like a black like a black gets the bumps on the neck i get that we got a black bump Rod, I appreciate it, but I don't think really color is an issue here. I think just Rod helped us out, and we appreciate Rod. Well, he's the black guy who tips. Right, that's the podcast, right? But he's the black guy. Okay, so you have to just make sure everybody knows he's the black guy every single time? Well, it's part of his brand. Okay. So we're going to, you know. That's that's fine. And not like the brands we used to give blacks. Like, we're just talking like social media brands. No, I get it. I get it. Well... At Trump Pod on Twitter, guys, and uh, making podcasts great again on Instagram. We put up memes every single week, episode every almost single every Wednesday. Day. Yeah, almost. Yeah, almost a few daily. days a week. Yeah, so please check that out and subscribe. Tell your friends and keep rating. Clay, uh, what do you have to? Uh, your, I just have one, stuff, one, one thing. So one thing. Let's go, Clay. <laughs> this weekend, if you are in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, I'm headlining the Harrisburg Comedy Zone. One show Friday at eight. That's and Trump then eight country and ten fifteen on Saturday. Yeah, we may have some people come out from the that pod. Trump country, Harrisburg. So, capital of Delaware. Listeners, come on yeah. out and um, please keep supporting the podcast. Numbers are going up every week, and we really appreciate it. Mr. President, you have the floor. Well, that was uh, that wasn't so bad. That was one of the better ones. I wish you would have left out the Harrisburg part, but. <laughs> We'll let it happen this one time. Thank you. So, hello everybody. It's JL. Thank you so much for listening. If you are, uh, if you're here from the Black Eye Who Tips, thank you. I hope you've subscribed. Um, if you're here from Pete Dominic's show, uh, welcome. Thank you. Uh, we hope you subscribe. We'd love it if you would give us five stars. We're up to eighty-three ratings, so reviews help. But we really should be at this point, uh, not to shame you, but we should be well over a hundred ratings. For sure. We, our our goal right now by the summer is to be at like 250 ratings. That doesn't mean 250 reviews. So if you're too lazy to write a review, I understand. But you can always click five stars on iTunes. Or if you listen on Stitcher, give us five stars on that. So wherever you listen, uh, much appreciated if you do that. Uh, you know, it's free. That's that's really the only thing we're asking you to do uh, on your end. Um, this was obviously a great episode that will eventually one day cost me future employment. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so thank you for listening. Um, 
we March and I shit you not starting next week is going to be a run of some really excellent guests and episodes. So it's only going to get better. So thank you for supporting us up until now. Uh, we're looking to do big things. And we think uh, with your help and with the guests we have coming up in the next month and mo two months, we can do it. So thank you. And God help us all.